Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Welcome to LiveWise Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and I don't know about you, but my portfolio has seen a little bit of red in 2022. So to beat the portfolio blues, we're joined by Jim Bailu from Tribeca and Ben Clark from TMS Capital for six of their highest conviction positions right now. First off the ranks today, we have Aristocrat Leisure. It's one of Ben's top stocks. Ben, why are you feeling so bullish about this stock right now? I, I um, watched online a management briefing um, a few weeks ago and one of the reasons is I've never heard the CEO so bullish, Trevor Croker, and he's been a, a really, he's delivered a lot, um, he's typically quite understated but a line he said at the end of the course still sticks with me is the next 10 years for Aristocrat will be even better than the last. This is a company that's going to deliver solid earnings growth. There's a little bit of concern out there, I think, about the digital division that might be slowing, but the land-based business is in great shape. You're paying 17 times forward earnings for it, and its biggest problem is it's got too much cash on the balance sheet, having raised for an acquisition that fell through. So that's a good problem to have to me. So, yeah, one of our top holdings. This is truly an Aussie success story. It was founded by Len Ainsworth in 1953. He's now worth $5 billion. Its share price hasn't done that well in 2022, though. It's down around 31%. Jimbe, is this a buy, hold or sell? Well, absolutely, it's a buy at this point. Um, look, share price has fallen from trading on 30 times or 35 times now down to 19 times earnings. Uh, yes, uh, it's partly because of the digital. There's a bit of concern about the digi digital. And um, if we look at all the downloads, the reason that um, you know, people are a little bit worry about it is because iOS, the Apple iOS, have changed um, the way um, the suppliers can see information, individual information. So it makes it a little bit harder to launch new games and things. So, but it's an industry-wide issue. Eventually, they're going to get over it. So um, at the moment, a bit of a soft patch provides buying opportunity. Land-based gaming is doing uh, incredibly well. And we're seeing every stats. And we just saw overnight all the casinos talk about how strong the reopening thematic is into the casinos in the US. So uh, this company is going to deliver very strong earnings um, and um, it's a great, you know, very reasonable uh, multiple that you're paying at the moment. Switching over to one of Bay's top stocks, it's Treasury Wine Estates. It also hasn't done that well this year. It's down around 12%. Bay, why are you backing this stock? Look, at this company for us, um, there, there's a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, it's got a very strong asset play. Um, uh, the, the actual asset, which is those wine, the, um, the penfolds are sitting in the, um, uh, the warehouse, plus the land, the farm, and all of that together, it's probably $9. Um, and the share price is a little bit above, um, and um, you know, really on the basis 
that um, you know potentially um, the earnings will recover. This company will grow double digit um, and it's trading on 18 times, not very different from the aristocrat. Um, and it's got a huge, um, you know, huge inventory really backing the uh, backing its value. At the same time, it's got amazing brand um, that is resonate really around the world. Um, you know, China was a big issue when a few uh, a year ago or a year and a half ago now when the tariff went up, but they managed to successfully bypassing the market and trans uh, reallocate a lot of wine to other markets. So to me, um, it is almost a no-brainer. It's an incredibly stable business and it, it plays to that reopening service industry as well as people go back into the hotels and restaurants um, to enjoy the you know the, the reopening. Um, so yeah, so that's a, that's definitely a, um, a top buy for us. Broker City actually recently retained its buy rating of this stock. It has a $13.78 price target, which would imply a 24.5% upside from here. Ben, is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, look, I'll go a hold. I think the management have just done an unbelievable job with this company. Like, I thought they were in major trouble for years to come, but to reallocate that market, that huge market for them elsewhere across the world has been a great job. The only question mark I'd have on this one is, you know, they own a lot of the vineyards, so the vertically integrated business. And we know that there's been a lot of issues, um, you know, with climate change and the sort of weather events that we've seen that have seen lower yields and higher probably cost to manage those yields. And so maybe that puts a bit of pressure on margins, but, um, you know, that's probably the only negative thing I can see there. Apart from that, it looks like a great business. Okay, we're going to go to another one of your top stocks now. It's Deterra Royalties. Yeah. It's actually done okay this year. It's up around 3%. It's exposed to the resources sector, which has done extremely well. Ben, why are you bullish on this stock? Yeah, look, there's two reasons, Ali. The first is this company sort of piggybacks off the back of BHP, which has this mine called the MAC. Um, the beauty of it is, is that the MAC is going to move from about uh, 70 million tonnes per annum to about 140 tonnes per annum of production um, over the next couple of years. And that ramp up through South Flank is now happening. And this business is kind of extraordinary. It, it, its return on equity is over 500%. It literally just collects the checks from BHP. It doesn't have to um, put to risk any capital in, in doing this ramp up. The only um, two sort of issues for it, I think firstly, the iron ore price of course pays a big part in terms of what that check looks like quarter to quarter. If you're bearish on iron ore, you might be a little bit more reluctant, but I, you know, we've got this on about a 7.5% fully frank yield. The other thing is um, management recently disclosed they've increased their credit lines. I just hope they don't get itchy fingers and go and buy another royalty and you know, sort of diminish the quality of what they've already got. And um, you know, that might be something you'd have to assess if it happened. Maybe for our viewers and readers who don't know, can you explain what a royalty actually is? Yeah, so um, Tatera used to be part of Aluka. Um, once upon a time, they owned this block of land and um, you know, probably did some drilling. BHP then came in and started to drill and um, you know, received a percentage of the block. And where it's got to now is um, Tatera receives 1.232% of every dollar of revenue that this mine produces. This mine's going to produce until about, I think, 2076 on, on current forecasts. And, you know, the, it's got the most aggressive production ramp up probably of any miner in the country. And so, yeah, that's what, that's, that's what they do. 
Okay, over to you, June Bay. Is doTERRA royalties a buy, hold, or sell? For me, it's more of a hold. Uh, I think um, I absolutely agree with Ben. Um, you know, companies doing well, the production's good. Uh, don't really, really need to invest anything else. Don't need to worry about production issues. Really, just collecting the check. Um, ultimately, it is the iron ore prices, and iron ore prices actually has been holding up very well. Um, and if you look at the consensus, um, most of the consensus do expect the iron ore prices to fall. Um, look, you know, it's again, it's linked then to the fortune of China when they start stimulating the economy and the like but looking throughout the longer term longer period um, iron ore has done very well during that whole pandemic as well because of disruption global disruption uh, as a result of lockdown and things um, so my view is that it's um, you know it provides a great dividend it's more of a hold um, it's harder to chase at this point with iron ore prices okay next up we have one of June Bay's top stocks it's CSL it's down nearly nine percent this year June Bay why are you bullish on this stock well, it's down 9% for third largest stock in the ASX and it is a quality growth company. Now, uh, this whole comp this company essentially got sold off, um, you know, as a result of the whole growth basket that's being sold off. Um, I think this company will deliver double digit earning growth. Um, and on top of the on top of that, they have uh, made a, a great acquisition that's yet to be uh, incorporated in everyone's numbers for ne from next year. Um, at the same time, um, you know, the company is trading probably um, well, not probably is trading cheaper than it's ever been uh, relative to itself so and relative to the whole healthcare sector as well so you know this company is going to deliver pretty good growth and the very soon market will uh, start turning attention to this business when the bond yield stabilizes over to you Ben is CSL a buy hold or sell yeah it's a buy um, yeah I, I think the result in February showed some real green shoots in that plasma collection blood collection business as life is going back to normal particularly in the United States the key collection market costs should start to come down of collections and volume should start to normalise. Um, the acquisition looks good. I think you are taking a bit of a leap of faith because it is a pretty um, obscure sort of area. Um, but you know, I, I think this is one of the best quality businesses on the market. It's trading on like 31 times next year. It often looks expensive, but this looks cheaper than it has for some time, so buy. Last of your picks today, Ben, it's ResMed. Its share price has fallen around 22% since the beginning of the year. Yeah. Why are you bullish on this stock? Look, there's a few reasons. I think the structural growth story is still well and truly there. Um, the release of their new CPAP machine is typically a, a time when they do accelerate their earnings and their revenue growth. But Philips has reported um, in the US recently, they've pushed out the um, time frame of the global recall of Respironics product um, by another year. So this window for ResMed to take significant market share has opened. The issue ResMed have is the supply chains and that they're really struggling to keep up with demand and you know hopefully that they can tweak those chains, things start to normalise again and you see a real acceleration. Once, once customers move into the ResMed ecosystem, as they call it, they very rarely leave. So this is a, maybe a once in a generation event for them where they could really put their, um, put their foot on the competitor's throat. A once in a generation opportunity really sounds nice. Over to you, June Bay. They just announced a dividend of 42 cents per share. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Look, Resume is definitely a buy. Uh, it's, a, it's just incredible, a structural growth story and uh, where, uh, like ResMed, and uh, where they have you know, decades of growth and uh, um, you know, proven execution, great management, nothing's changed. And then competitors is uh, you know, doing poorly, had the product recall, and these guys are taking huge advantage of it. And yes, share price can move by double digits. 
on the downside. Um, you know, my view is that market is really, really short term at this point. No one buys this stock for the one quarterly result. Now, obviously, the quarterly result was a little bit weak because they couldn't make enough stuff <laughs> to supply the demand that, that they have at the moment. But whatever doesn't get sold in the last quarter will be sold in the next few quarters. It may be next quarter, maybe the quarter after. But regardless, it will be sold. And the story doesn't change for this company. It is very cheap. Um, it is very cheap, but not only to, towards the whole market. It compares to the rest of the healthcare sector. It's very, very cheap. Uh, it is absolutely a buy. Well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell. I don't think we had any sells in there. Hopefully that helps with the portfolio blues. If you enjoyed that episode, give it a like and remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content over the coming weeks. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.